0: The following podcast is for informational purposes only, and the opinions expressed therein are not necessarily those of Canal Insurance Company. This information is not designed to replace, substitute, or supplement our client's independent obligation to comply with any laws or regulations. Listeners should complete their own independent research in creation and development of their company's risk management and safety programs.
1: Welcome to episode 14 of Holland Notes podcast by Canal Insurance Company. I'm Bob Peru, Senior Loss Prevention Specialist at Canal Insurance Company. And this week I'm joined by Annie Anderson, Health and Wellbeing Consultant, Registered Dietitian at Prisma Health. Annie is a board certified specialist in obesity and weight management. She has worked as a research associate, registered dietitian at the Center of Integrated Oncology and Survivorship before joining the business health team. Annie has been with Prisma Health Business Health since 2017 and has loved every minute of it and he loves all things food of course dogs running and sharing nutrition knowledge with others this week we're talking about the importance of driver fitness and health While taking weeks or even months uh, long trips for drivers, there are lifestyle changes that truck drivers need to follow in order to stay fit. It's important for truck drivers to ask themselves, how do I stay healthy on the road? For some, maintaining a healthy lifestyle can be very challenging because they may not have the resources that other people in other professions have, but that's not, not to say that living a healthy lifestyle as a truck driver isn't possible. Annie shares 10 ways that you can stay healthy while on the road, along with the importance of making small, healthy choices each day. We also discuss how you can optimize your driver fitness basic score, which we're going to talk about toward the end of the program. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Annie. Now let's get rolling. All right. Hi, Annie. How are you doing today?
0: Hey, doing really great. i happy to be here.
1: Great. Well, before we begin, do you mind telling our listeners a little bit about yourself?
0: Yeah. Well, so as you said, uh, I'm a registered dietitian and a health well-being consultant for Prisma <laughs> Health. And what I basically do on a day-to-day basis is counsel people and help with goal setting to help them reach whatever it may be as far as nutrition or exercise
1: goals. Well, uh, thanks for sharing, Annie. Well, let's just drop right into our topic, driver nutrition uh, tips for uh, truck drivers to stay healthy. So I'm going to hand it over to you, Annie, and uh, let's talk about uh, uh, different ways that uh, drivers uh, can uh, stay healthy uh, through uh, proper diet and exercise. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So Sorry, for one of the, one of the top things that I love to counsel people on is to use the plate method. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but what we do instead of taking the pyramid, which we weren't really sure how to translate that into what to eat, we take a plate and just make a little bit smaller if it's about nine, 10 inches in diameter. And what you wanna do is cut that in half and make half your plate non-starchy veggies. And I always love to throw out there that it doesn't have to be boring carrot sticks and celery. Um, What kind of non-starchy veggies do people like to eat? And so that's really where I want to work with them to build that into their diet. What it usually looks like is about one to two handfuls is a good portion size. And then what we do to the other half is cut into quarters. And so we want to do a quarter of our plate, complex carbs. And what that means, and I'll go into that in a little bit more detail later, is that we want something that's going to stick with us a little bit longer, give us more protein and fiber. So that might be whole grains like brown rice. It could be 100% whole grain pasta. It also is our starchy vegetables. So again, it doesn't mean that these are less healthy. We just keep those to a quarter of the plate. And that could be anything from beans, peas, potatoes, corn, winter squash. And then what I usually reference is about the size of a baseball. That's about the size of one cup. That's a good portion size. And then we jump over to the other quarter and that's going to be about a deck of cards for our protein. So that could be grilled chicken. It could be salmon. If it's beef or pork, just making sure again, it's that a leaner cut, less saturated fat. And that's usually what a balanced plate looks like. And then you can round it out with either a piece of fruit, maybe Greek yogurt to help give you some more balance.
1: Wow. You mean I can't eat mashed potatoes and gravy and a big old steak to go with that? You know, I uh, drove a truck for over 20 years and uh, I've uh, had the opportunity to eat a lot of starchy foods. And uh, most truck drivers that I know of. They like their mashed potatoes and gravy, and, and uh, you know stuff that's really not good for them. But uh, I, I think uh, to me, a, a breakfast was my most important meal, simply because you can uh, take in a lot of food. You know, two and three eggs, some bacon, and all that good stuff, and and toast. Uh, so uh, uh, talk a little bit uh, about breakfast and how we go about uh, yeah, eating absolutely. a healthy breakfast.
0: Absolutely. And like you said, breakfast really is the most important part of the day because I talk to a lot of people and they end up skipping it. And the most important thing about breakfast is to break that fast from overnight. And so you want to fill yourself up with something that's a complex carb, maybe a good protein, maybe a fruit or vegetable, if you can get that in there, because again, it's not that carbs are bad. We want them to serve us well when we're, you know, if we're striving for long periods of time, trying to stay alert. Uh, But you want to definitely try to focus on like if it's oatmeal, maybe some dried fruit with peanut butter. A quick go-to that I always love is peanut butter toast banana. If you're in a rush, you could just do that quickly out the door. I'm also a fan of the Kodiak waffles. Have you guys heard of that? No. No. Those are fabulous. So they're made with buckwheat and they have a lot more protein and fiber. And if you want to just do a little bit of peanut butter, maybe some frozen berries on top of it, that can also be equally as fast.
1: Well, that sounds prep good time.
0: Yeah. Prep time can definitely make a lot of um, difference when we're thinking about trying to be on the go for, for long extended periods of time. And even if you have access to a microwave, if it's in the truck or if it's somewhere where you're staying, that could be something too. If you have like a cooler packed, maybe it's a breakfast burrito that you've made and you can just reheat that up quickly into a microwave um, and making sure you don't have foil on it, of course, but definitely something fast that you could think about bringing with you.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of the newer trucks, they have uh, microwave ovens, they have refrigerators in them. And uh, uh, one of the biggest uh, issues that I would have is, what do I put in my refrigerator? Oh, yeah. So... uh, I, I believe that uh, uh, eating uh, eggs and bacon and hash browns uh, is the typical breakfast meal, you know, that most truck drivers enjoy. But uh, I, I think uh, eating a waffle and having some fruit would probably be a lot healthier. For
0: yeah, me. and I'm glad you brought that up too because I think. If you are in a bind and have to stop somewhere, like even at Waffle House, they actually have the option for you to get 100% whole grain toast. You can also get tomato slices on the side. Um, So there are healthier options if you are gonna be purchasing something. And I think just knowing those alternatives, and if there's a location that has 20 or more chains of restaurants, they have to list the nutrition facts. So I think that's something to keep in mind that you can always look things up ahead of time to make sure, okay, is that gonna meet my health goals?
1: Well, that's good to know. So, if if I'm a safety director at a trucking company, uh, I would most certainly try to uh, keep my drivers informed where they can get some of those uh, meals that are more healthy for them.
0: Absolutely. And then another component of healthy eating is snacking. And a lot of people look at me and they say, wait, I can have snacks in between. And I really encourage that because one, that can actually make our portion sizes at meal a little bit smaller. And then every three to four hours, maybe having that meal or snack, and that allows for that. Um, And having something that's going to bridge the gap between your meals. And when I say that, I'm thinking of, if you're not having a fruit or a vegetable at a particular meal, use that as an opportunity to have that at a snack. And you can have a fruit with, if it's peanut butter, if it's whole grain crackers and a cheese stick, maybe pretzels and hummus, veggies with dip, all of those are going to be what I call a complete snack because you want to make sure it's a carbohydrate paired with a protein or healthy fat to give you the best benefit.
1: So can you explain a little bit about the simple and complex uh, carbs and the proteins and and all that? Uh, That seems to be very difficult for me to understand how that works. Yeah
0: absolutely so think of simple carbs your body is going to break that down really quickly you're going to get that energy and then you may be hungry pretty quickly after that uh when something is more of a complex carb it's going to give your body kind of a workout you're going to have to really kind of Your body's going to be processing it to break it down much longer, so it's going to usually have much more fiber protein really good for blood sugar stabilization for fullness so when we're thinking about weight management we're not going to be eating as frequently because we're able to stay fuller longer. So that's why I always think of 100% whole grain foods our beans our vegetables fruits all of those are going to be considered complex carbs.
1: So if I'm driving and I have a deadline to meet and I don't have time to stop and I don't even have time to go to my refrigerator and get some stuff out, uh, what would you recommend that, and I'm a snacker, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, so what can I snack on that would satisfy my hunger?
0: So something that would be quick, easy that you can kind of have out with you. Uh, like fruits, like apples, oranges, pears, you could have something like that with maybe some nuts or seeds, a trail mix. If you could mix it with like a dried fruit, uh, you could do a nut or seed. If you wanted to have a little bit of dark chocolate in there and maybe a whole grain cereal, that's something. The big thing with trail mix is we tend to go overboard with the portion size, but Mm -hmm. you can pre-portion that into Ziploc bags. So it's that perfect serving size. But those are kind of things. And if, if you are going to do a bar, what I usually recommend is something that's going to have greater than five grams of protein and fiber. And again, that's to help keep you full.
1: So a Snickers bar probably wouldn't <laughs> be a good idea, right?
0: Not the best option. And again, all things in moderation. I, I definitely want to, can't, I don't want to say you can't ever have something, but on the regular, trying to have something that's going to keep you full. And also with blood sugar management, something that's going to help manage that.
1: Yeah, I I know that uh, a lot of uh, truck drivers are uh, borderline diabetics and things like that, and that's obviously due uh, to their eating habits. And uh, what uh, foods should truck drivers stay away from to keep their blood sugars from getting too high?
0: Ooh, so simple carbs, and I automatically go to beverages with that. So uh, when we think about soda, if we think about our sweet teas, things like that, even some of the coffees can be sh- super sugary if we're adding a lot of cream and sugar. And you want to think the sugar that's attached to that beverage is not giving us the same nutritional benefit as if we're having the sugar attached to an apple with that fiber in there and those vitamins and minerals. Uh, so I always try to stress the importance of water. Uh, you could do the eight by eight or about six four ounces per day. Uh, But you really just want to make sure you're having something that you're sipping on because you're not going to get any calories from those. And that can help keep you hydrated, which also can help with alertness. It can help with just making sure we're getting the nutrients where they need to go in the body.
1: Is uh, cheese a good product to eat uh, to help you stay full?
0: I think it's great to have in combination with a carbohydrate food. So that's where the best benefit is going to be from pairing it with a whole grain cracker or a piece of fruit. Uh, just so we're not having it by itself. Because it's so hard if you think of foods as individually being eaten. We want to try to combine those so we get the kind of best bang for your buck, if you will.
1: And you mentioned dark chocolate. Now, now I'm a chocoholic. I'll be <laughs> the first to admit that. Uh, can you explain to us uh, wh- how you can put dark chocolate into your uh, uh, mix of nuts and other fruits? And and uh, if, if you buy a... a uh, A bag of uh, mixed fruits and it doesn't have any chocolate in it, can you add some to that and still be reasonably healthy? Uh, Or what would you recommend in a situation like that?
0: Again, everybody's individual. So I definitely would want to just take into consideration what their what that person's health goals were, but you can absolutely, if you wanted to have just a little bit to get that sweetness, uh, 80, 20 rule is really what my philosophy is that 80% of the time, think about your meals and snacks and make 80% of those, those smart, healthy choices. And then you have a little bit of wiggle room with that 20%. Uh, so that way we can enjoy eating, but if having a little bit of dark chocolate helps facilitate you getting those nuts and seeds and fruit in, uh, I definitely think that that could be a helpful way to, to get some of that- into.
1: How can you break the habit of eating those big meals that these truck stops serve and getting away from the big buffets that they have? I know with the COVID-19, the buffets kind of uh, been shut down, but they're starting to come back now. And how how, how do you best avoid the buffets and, and eat a little healthier?
0: That's such a good question. What I usually tell people is to go back to the plate method. Because if we, and again, you may not have control of the size of the plate, but if you can really gear half your plate to be those non-starchy veggies uh, and then really focusing on a good complex carb and then a protein source. So say you're at a buffet and you're able to have some side salad or if it's grilled vegetables, you're able to do a small portion of like rice or if it's a baked potato and then have a small kind of deck of cards portion of your meat and then water is your best bet. And then fruit or yogurt that can kind of satisfy that sweetness but that could be something to kind of think about. And I know not every single place will be like that. Maybe you have to go by Chick-fil-A and what you could do is have something in the car with you, maybe pack some fresh fruit, maybe pack some carrot sticks, something that's going to help give you that side veggie and getting a grilled chicken sandwich, Uh, trying to just get the entree instead of having the soda and the side of fries. Uh, If you're able to box things up and you have refrigeration in the truck, you could even box up half that meal and save it for later. And then that way you're still cutting down on that portion
1: size. Yeah. And um, if you get a grilled chicken sandwich, can you just get the chicken sandwich without the bread and maybe use some lettuce, uh, you know, to eat it? Or would you recommend that? Or do you recommend eating the bread uh, for the carb uh, intake that you got to have?
0: yeah no that's a good point so no carbs is not good either so i will talk to some people and they just get like a big side salad and chicken and then there's nothing that's carbohydrate and so in that case you definitely would want to make sure you are adding a carb and the more complex the better and again sometimes we're not able to sort of have that choice but definitely wouldn't want to go you could do if you want to do like half a sandwich and then pair it with fruit and like a side salad, or if you want to do the whole sandwich. um, What I always tell people, it's kind of like a checks and balances. You want to see, well, what do you really want out of that meal? If you really want the fries, maybe focus on that with the burger. But if you're really trying to go a little bit healthier, that's where let's try to do maybe just the burger with the bun and then trying to pair a vegetable if you can there with water.
1: Okay, Many of our listeners who are truck drivers out there today, uh, they're always focused on staying alert and... uh, getting uh, as many hours in as they can legally drive. How do we keep our drivers from getting fatigued based on the type of diet that they're eating?
0: That's really important. I think... Uh, I was actually reading up on some information, just there's a number of different studies that are out there looking at truck driver nutrition. And one of the big things is cutting out sort of this false energy, sort of the energy drinks, the soda, the sugar, really getting back to the basics, eating real food and sleep is so important. Um, we want to try to get about seven to nine hours of sleep. And if we're not getting enough sleep, we actually don't process our nutrients properly. Our cortisol levels can be elevated, which is one of those stress hormones. So it's super important to make sure that there's adequate time too for rest because if you think about it, you're sitting in the truck and if you're trying to drive like eight hours, that's like sitting at a desk for eight hours. You still got to get up and do something. And I've seen, I think some of the facilities I know have showers. Uh, if you're stopping mm-hmm. at a truck driving spot, like maybe get out, do a 10, 15 minute walk. Um, if you want to get out and do some squats, body weight exercises, something to facilitate getting that movement and some type of uh, energy. Cause that also can affect sleep. If you aren't able to kind of get rid of that energy that can affect your sleep too.
1: Yeah, a lot of drivers, they uh, uh, do get fatigued from time to time. And and uh, I've always thought that the, the type of food that you eat can cause you to become that way. And uh, I know today, these truck stops have a lot of energy drinks available to our drivers. Would you recommend our drivers not uh, drink those types of drinks?
0: Yeah, just because again, it's going to be added sugar. And it's funny, you think about energy drinks and the true form of energy is calories you want to have your carbs your protein your fat and so i, I think getting away Too from just multiple sources of caffeine that you might find uh, in those drinks. So definitely minimizing or eliminating if you, if you can. Um, And then just being moderate with coffee, because again, if if it is another facilitator for getting extra added sugar, we just want to watch how much we're getting in a day of added sugar, Um, natural sugars in the form of fresh fruit, plain dairy, those are all natural and those sugars are attached to other nutrients in the body uh, that help give us what we need.
1: So uh, drinking water uh, is very important. And I know you say 64 ounces of water a day. Well, that's a lot of water. That's a heck of a lot of water to consume if I'm having to drive and uh, not wanting to stop every time I turn around and go to the, to the restroom. So uh, what would you recommend if I don't like water? A lot of people don't like plain water. Uh, are there additives that you can buy uh, to put into your water, to make it taste better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and what I always tell people is assess where you're at. If you are only getting three cups of water in a day, don't try to jump all the way to eight if that's not doable for you. Try to just get one more cup. Um, Start small and that can usually build on itself. But I love using frozen fruit, even fresh herbs, like if you have mint, lemon, limes, even cucumber if you like going that route. Uh, But all of those can be ways to flavor or if you wanted to use like a crystal light, I think Mio's is another one that you could use to help give some flavor without any extra added sugar.
1: Oh, that's great. I'm glad they have that out there. So uh, drinking pop is probably not the best thing to do when, when you're driving because it does have a lot of caffeine in it. Is that correct?
0: <laughs> It'll vary depending on the type of beverage. There are some that are caffeine, but most, most of it really is just going to be that added sugar that you want to watch.
1: Yeah. Uh, And uh, if 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 a driver uh, drinks uh, a lot of a lot of coffee and he's constantly awake, uh, what would you recommend that uh, he or she do uh, to break that habit? Because, as you know, caffeine uh, can be very addictive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What I would recommend is to slowly kind of cut back. Like if you're used to having three, four cups of coffee, try to lean it back to just three or four, you know, maybe two or four, two or three. Um, Cause you don't want to go cold turkey because that's where you can get the headaches. And um, so I usually try to get people right. to lean back. And sometimes even just having like a hot beverage, like a hot herbal tea where you're not mm-hmm. getting any caffeine that might be helpful for staying awake. And then that's where too, if you need to just take a five minute break, get out, stretch your legs real quick, and then get back on the road, something to help with keeping you, you know, getting that um, alertness that you need.
1: Right. And you highly recommend that uh, truck drivers should avoid fast food. Is that correct?
0: When you can, and, and I know it's hard to say avoid, I really work on trying to get healthy alternatives if you can. And if you're able to go to a place that has more variety, that sometimes can be a lot better as far as the number of choices um, that you might be able to get. And then just try to get a healthy alternative that, you know, maybe water's your best bet, doing maybe a single patty instead of like the triple cheeseburger. If you can skip the fries and try to get a healthier alternative, like a piece of fruit, or maybe if, like I said, if you got the carrot sticks that you've grabbed uh, in the cooler, some them to help give you some of that, some of that variety.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, you know, 52% of drivers have an issue with weight, which is more than double the 20% uh, or 21% of the general population. So, uh, you would recommend working out as much as possible, uh, whether you're driving or whether you're at home resting. Uh, I I think that uh, and I agree with you that uh, if you can walk, uh, walk around a truck stop or uh, get exercise when you're at home uh, is the thing to do. So uh, I know there's a lot of exercises available uh, that we can share with our uh, listeners today. Uh, like doing push-ups, uh, sprints, uh, heel rises, push-ups—I'll uh, mention push-ups—but crunches, uh, just a lot of stuff a driver can do. Uh, even when, in my opinion, when a driver fuels up, why not walk around your truck several times uh, while you're while you're fueling, checking your tires, and doing other maintenance checks on your vehicle. So. Uh, It's a lifestyle change, there's no question about it. And uh, with so many of our truck drivers living a very unhealthy lifestyle, I think it's uh, very important that they try to change their habits as much as they can. I uh, don't wanna get into the after effect of uh, uh, the, uh, the health of a driver once he becomes diabetic, and one thing can lead to another. And uh, eventually, you may become insulin di- uh, dependent because of uh, the bad habits that we've accumulated while uh, we do a 20 to 30 or even 40 year truck driving career. So, uh, I, I think it's important. Uh, for our drivers to uh, really uh, practice very good eating habits. I know it's the hardest thing to do. I've tried that. I've went on diets and diets never work for some reason. So what's your opinion on going on a diet?
0: I agree. I think think of it as a sustainable lifestyle change and don't try to tackle everything at once. I usually when I meet with somebody, I'll talk about a variety of different issues. But the way we kind of summarize the visit is what is one doable change that you feel you can do right now? And it doesn't have to be anything drastic. It could be adding one additional cup of water. It could be I'm going to pair my fruit with some nuts at snacks. It could be I'm going to use the plate method when I go out to dinner or if I cook at home. So make it simple and then just build on that healthy habit.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to go to topic. Uh, Number two, and uh, as I promised earlier, and talk real quickly about driver uh, uh, fitness and the basic score. no matter how important a load truck drivers should not neglect their health and fitness obviously as we talked about following uh, these tips and health guidelines should be an easy way for truck drivers to commit to healthy living did you know that there is a driver fitness fitness basic uh, score in csa keeping your driver's fitness basic score low will help you stay in compliance and on the road It will also naturally reduce your number of accidents, your organization experiences, and learning how to score is calculated and what factors are included can help you attain a good score. Using the following tips to get the best possible score on your driver fitness basic. Number one, provide education and training about driver's health and fitness. Regular sessions about the importance of wellness and eating right on the road can improve your drivers uh, and your team's physical health. Make sure all drivers can communicate in, in, in English. Your team doesn't have to be fluent, but they should be at least uh, able to read traffic sign, uh, signs and converse with others in an understandable way. Track document expiration dates that your, your drivers have important qualification documents that must be in file and up to date to get the best possible score. Provide basic and regular training on, on uh, red flag violations. Your drivers should be aware of and attend any potential issues while on the road. Perform your own motor vehicle record searches, check the MVRs uh, more than once a year if you can. I know that that can get expensive sometimes, but uh, uh, a lot of times a driver will have a suspended license and he doesn't know why. And that could be because the uh, DOT physical may have not been sent into the state. So uh, just make sure you uh, pull the MVRs more than once. Offer driver incentives for good uh, MVR results and for your top quality drivers. And drivers uh, you know, who refuse to change and adapt to CSA or with soaring scores don't come down even after training. So uh, learning more about basics uh, can help you get the best possible scores and prevent disruptions and downtime. You can see your overall basic score status on your SMS website and discover if your driver fitness basic needs any attention. And you're welcome to always call your loss uh prevention specialist at uh, canal, and uh, we can go over your SMS and basic scores. We can do a SMS analysis and see where your drivers are at in terms of violations and uh, the overall health of, uh, safety health of the trucking company. So Annie, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure speaking with you.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Bob. I really enjoyed being here. Take care.
1: Great. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Annie today and learned some helpful tips about how to stay healthy and fit on the road. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Holland Notes.
0: Want to make sure you never miss an episode of Holland Notes? Head to the link in the show notes to sign up for email notifications.